0: I'm Lainey Law.
1: And I'm attorney Andrew Myers.
0: Andrew has been blogging for over 10 years now. Today we're going to be discussing one of his top blog posts. Who is the worst driver, men or women?
1: I can't believe that driver almost hit me. I was right in the middle of the crosswalk.
0: What happened? I thought you had the right of the way. I did, I had
1: a pedestrian light, like, but she didn't even pay attention.
0: Sometimes I feel like you're just taking your own life into your and you cross
1: the street nowadays. I got a glimpse as she drove away. It was a woman driver. I bet she was doing her makeup or something like that. Women drivers.
0: You can't bring gender into something like this. Men are always thinking about who knows what when they're driving.
1: Yeah, Laney, it's funny that I have been doing blog articles now for a long time, over 10 years, and sometimes it's hard to pick a topic, but one day I was reading the newspaper, and there was an article about uh, who's the worst driver, men or women, and it was funny… You know, I mean, obviously a man is going to say women and women are going to say men, but the studies go both ways. You want to take a look at them?
0: Yeah. So tell me, what kind of studies did you find in regards to who is the better or worse driver?
1: Okay. Well, let's take a look at a couple of them right now that prove that women are uh, the worst drivers because they actually, according to this study, they drive less and they have more car accidents. Um, Looking at six and a half million car accidents in the United States, University of Michigan researchers found that women were involved in 68% of the crashes. That surprised the researchers who claim that during the time period of the study, men actually drove more 60% of the time uh, and women drove only 40% of the time. What that means is that even though during the time of that study between 1998 and 2007, Male drivers were on the road much more, yet women racked up a higher accident rate. So the bottom line on this university-level study published on Syracuse.com claimed that women are worse drivers and get in more crashes despite driving more than men. So women are the worst drivers.
0: Well, you would think that based on your study. However, I have a study here that shows... Insurance numbers actually prove that men cause more car accidents. A national insurance group reports that men rack up a higher amount of drunk driving arrests. But a national insurance group reports that men rack up a higher number of drunk driving arrests, traffic violations, and cause more accidents. Insurance Institute for Highway Safety findings include the following. Men cause 6.1 million accidents each year, while women... Only cause 4.4 million. Seventy-five percent insurance numbers show men cause more car accidents, but a national insurance group reports that men rack up a higher number of drunk driving arrests, traffic violations, and cause more accidents. Insurance Institute for Highway Safety findings include the following: Men cause 6.1 million accidents each year, while women only cause 4.4 million. of all motor vehicle crash deaths in 2016 were males. In the 24 years before 2016, the proportion of fatally injured passenger vehicle drivers with blood alcohol concentrations at or above the legal limit of .08 registered substantially higher for males than females. This insurance group based its findings on National Highway Safety Administration data, which also showed speeding as a contributing factor for a greater proportion of male drivers killed in motor vehicle crashes than for females killed in car accidents.
1: All right. So those are only your studies. Let's look at my studies. There's a car insurance company in the United Kingdom that came up with its own research. The company by the name of Diamond reported that nearly a half a million U.K. accidents each year are caused by women applying their makeup behind the wheel. Trust me, we don't make this up. This is actually part of a study that you can look up online. In an article titled, Women Really Are the Worst Drivers Than Men, claims new research, it's said that 10% of all accidents involving women occurred while taking the kids back and forth to school. Only 1% of such accidents involved men. UK lawyers claim that in the one year before that study, which was published on March 14, 2018, they saw a 50% increase in the number of women going to see them because they were facing charges of negligent driving. Driver stress caused by busy lifestyles is said to be the main cause of an increased number of accidents among middle-aged women.
0: So it's interesting that you tell me that because I have an article here that actually says men are more likely to violate laws on the highway. A U.S. insurance company got the opposite results from what you just told me. A study done for MetLife found that men are over three times more likely to receive tickets for reckless driving than women. The same study, carried out by the research firm Quality Planning, reported men are cited for drunk driving three times more often than women. Women are, on average... Less aggressive law abiding drivers. Only 39% of men in that study thought men were safer drivers. The bottom line in this report bad driving habits bring higher insurance rates. Insurance companies set rates based on classes of driver and who makes more claims. Car insurance rates for women are lower than those for men nearly everywhere across the US. So that's crazy to me. So from what this is telling me is that just based on your gender alone, your insurance rate might be higher or lower. Is that true?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, Setting insurance, what they call the actuarials uh, of car insurance, is one of the last places in the United States where discrimination is actually legal and valid and done every day. In other words, women in the same demographic, in the same metropolitan area, women pay less for their insurance than men. And I don't think that's fair.
0: (laughs) That is insane that you could experience higher insurance rates for something that you can't even control, like your gender. Does it really make sense that based on your gender alone, your insurance rate could possibly be higher? How would you feel if it was the other way around? Is it really fair to say that just from this historical evidence based on gender which may not even be necessarily an important factor in what caused the accident, is it really fair to provide these drivers with higher insurance rates?
1: Well, you're asking the wrong person because I don't think it's fair because I'm a guy, and guys, again, of the same actuarial area uh, and the same metropolitan area pay more. So you're asking the wrong guy, and I also am a plaintiff's attorney, so I am up against insurance companies who rarely make any sense to me. But I think the really interesting thing about all these studies that we've just looked at is that You read studies saying men are the worst drivers, and I read studies showing that women are the worst drivers. I think it talks more about the studies and uh, the fact that no matter what the issue is, you probably can find studies that prove whatever point you want to make.
0: And you know what? It's important to take things like that into consideration because while Andrew had a lot of articles supporting his theory, I was also able to have a lot of articles support mine. So there might not be a set answer, and that's when it's important to use your critical
1: thinking skills. Oh, absolutely. Um, You might ask, you know, this is a podcast about the law. In fact, that's our title, About the Law. So what does this have to do with the law? Uh, The view here is that critical thinking is important no matter what you're doing, whether you're reading a study online or in the newspaper or handling a legal case. Critical legal thinking or critical thinking in any area is really important. So I think it's really important to look behind the headlines of these studies. Uh, For example, who did the study? What was the sample group? Did they use a control group? Who paid for the study? I mean, a lot of these studies that you read and that I read uh, were in universities. Uh, That's okay, and you might say, well, universities tend to be liberal. But that may or may not tell the whole story, because a lot of times universities get endowments that help them, and they also get research grants. So if you, for example are a coffee company and you have a million dollars and you want to go to a university and ask them to do a study what's that study gonna show
0: (laughs) obviously that coffee is the greatest thing in the world i'd imagine if you're trying to get your coffee brand out there it's similar to like the old got milk and how it used to be common knowledge or what people interpreted to be common knowledge that milk was supposed to be good for you. But at the end of the day, who was funding those types of studies? Companies are able to...
1: Skew the results. Companies that pay for the results. I mean, if I own a chocolate company, And I come to you, and you're a researcher, and I say, I'm going to give you millions of dollars, which is going to enable you now to hire a bunch of people and to probably buy new computers and everything else. And I say, here's a billion dollars to do a study on chocolate. What is your study going to show us?
0: (laughs) My study is going to show us what the company wants to hear, the company that's funding. A company that's funding a research study is going to want to take the results that favor their opinion.
1: So my bottom line point here is that whenever you read a study, whether it's on men and women driving or whether it's on chocolate or whether it's on coffee, and by the way I've read I've been reading a lot about health and, you know, you can read one day that coffee is really good for your health, and people tend to live longer and won't get dementia and Alzheimer's, but then I've also read studies that say that coffee is bad, it burns your brain out, and you tend, if you're a heavy coffee drinker, you will tend to have early onset of dementia, and you're more likely as a coffee drinker to have um, Alzheimer's when you're older. There are actually studies that say all of these things, and if you read the newspapers, I'm older, so I read newspapers, you're younger, so you probably read stuff online, You read things like this every day, so you have to take a really close, close, close look at who paid for the study. Not just that it was done by a university or a research company, but who paid for that study. What were their research methods? Uh, How many people were in the study? I mean, um, I've read political stories that cited a political poll that said a sample of 600 people was good for New Hampshire, I've also read newspaper articles that said a sample size of 600 was good for the nation. Well, if 600 is good for New Hampshire, how can that be good for the nation? (laughs)
0: It's like even when you think about it on a realistic standpoint, it's just like we have, you know, millions of people per state and taking 600 people, you know, there's a lot of things that are going to impact those people's opinion. Like if they're all 600 people from the same city, they're probably going to have relatively similar opinions to someone who you find whether they're in the city versus someone who's all the way up north. And, you know, it takes them 30 minutes to drive to a grocery store.
1: Right, and the other thing about that is, and I actually read this, I'm not making this up, um, a lot of studies are based on telephone calls. Don't you get those annoying telephone calls?
0: Oh, my gosh. I actually am expecting one right now from my insurance company because I called them, so now they're calling me to follow back up. Yeah. Oh,
1: so now you're getting back into the insurance (laughs) thing. But the issue uh, that I was trying to raise is that, um, generally speaking, uh, demographically older people in the upper age areas tend to like to talk on the phone. I mean, we were all raised in an era where the telephone was your only contact with the outside world. So if we're talking about a political study, by calling people on the phone, it's been proven that an older demographic is going to be answering Those phone calls. So, in the end, that survey is going to reflect more what older people are thinking and not what younger people are thinking. Because younger people generally tend to only answer the telephone for people that are on their contacts list. Am I right?
0: You know, that's right. And honestly, even if someone's on my contact list, depending on my mood, I might just let it (laughs) ring. (laughs) If I don't know that number, I'm definitely not answering that phone
1: call. So, the point I'm trying to make is that. when you read those studies or hear those studies online or on tele- on the uh, television that, you know, candidate A is way ahead in the polls, you've got to say to yourself, A, who did the study, B, how did they do the study, and C, if they did it on the telephone, you know, that study is going to be skewed to only those people that answer the telephone. So whether we're talking about men or women being the worst drivers, women are the worst drivers, <laughs> whether we're talking about men or women being the worst drivers, or whether chocolate that's good or bad for you, or whether coffee's good or bad for you, or candidate A or B, you know, you really have to question these studies. And so what does this have to do with the law? It has everything to do with the law, because when a client comes into the office, and they have a case, you've got to be very analytical and think about what it is that they're telling you, what are the facts, and the same thing is true when the insurance company starts telling us, oh, the accident wasn't that bad, or they weren't really injured that badly. You have to critically think, what's the basis for all these things that they're saying?
0: And so while Andrew may say that women are the worst drivers, and while I may say that men are the worst drivers, it's up to you to use your critical thinking to determine Who made this study, and what do they want me to believe? We are more likely to believe things that align with our worldview. So when you're doing your research, you really need to dive deeper, and you really need to check a bunch of different sources. And sometimes, there's no clear-cut answer.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely true, especially in politics. I mean, the nation is more divided now than it's ever been, uh, with the exception of the Civil War. But, I mean, that's exactly true. Uh, You can have a point of view and find a bunch of studies that support your point of view. I can have a point of view and have a bunch of studies that support my point of view. Studies can show us pretty much anything. And you know what? Gender probably has little or nothing to do with what causes accidents a lot of different things can cause accidents. And you know what? Sometimes after an accident, people come up with the craziest explanations. Laney, We
0: have to shake our heads and wonder when people became so addicted to GPS that they stopped paying attention. Take the reported case of an older driver in Germany who was so busy staring at the GPS in his car that he missed the closed for construction signs. Fortunately, neither he nor his wife were injured when he drove past the sign and slammed full throttle into a huge pile of sand. Our second accident presented the police with a mystery. According to reports, officers arrived onto the scene of a car accident to find the bashed up car, but the driver seemed okay. Police looked around, had no idea what happened, and were further intrigued when the driver explained. An invisible car came out of nowhere, struck my vehicle, and vanished. Our number one head-scratcher today happened at a fast-food drive through After picking up an order of ten double cheeseburgers, the driver started to drive forward. That's when their passenger claimed that one of the burgers was missing. The driver, startled, wanted to back up, but instead, accelerated forward directly onto a large yellow pole. By the time the police got there, a recount revealed that all 10 of the burgers were there after all.
1: So the reason that we selected this topic for this podcast is because, again, I've been blogging for a long time, and sometimes it's hard to pick a topic. Uh, sometimes we just pick up the newspaper and see something and say, hey, that would be a great uh, topic. And that must have been true in this case because I had more responses to that blog article than almost any other. So why am I bringing this up again? The reason I'm bringing it up again is because we go by your responses. So uh, please go into the contact block on my web page, which is attorney hyphen, Myers, M-Y-E-R-S, dot com. And we're ready, willing, and able to take any ideas that you have for our future blogcasts. Uh, if you have a case that you'd like to talk to us about, I'm happy to uh, talk to you about that, whether it's an injury case or a bankruptcy case or any other civil matter. You know, we're happy to talk to you about that.
0: And feel free to leave your comments and opinions down below. We're looking forward to seeing everything you guys have to say. If there's something that you want us to talk about, like Andrew said, feel free to go on to attorney-myers.com and either leave a video request there, or if you have any legal concerns, you can reach out to Andrew there. So I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day to watch this video. Please consider subscribing to this channel if you enjoyed what you saw today. We're a new channel, so any like, comment, or subscribe... Really helps a lot. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, and we hope to hear from you.
0: You have been watching About the Law, a production of the law offices of Andrew D. Myers in Methuen, in the Merrimack Valley of Massachusetts and Derry, New Hampshire. Please give us a like and subscribe. The foregoing is offered for informational purpose only. It is not intended as, nor does it constitute, legal advice. Laws vary widely from state to state. You should rely only on the advice given to you during a personal consultation by a local attorney who is thoroughly familiar with state laws and the area of practice in which your concern lies.